1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Those meetings after every year. um, And we talk about, you know, the progression of the team, um, where we're going, what we did well, things we didn't do well. And, you know, that was, just, that was kind of business as usual right there. Um, it was a little, obviously, at the, end of the, at the end of the game, right, on Monday night, you get back late on Tuesday. Howie explained all that. We have player meetings, right? Uh, it takes me about two to three days to get through every player. Then you're trying to get through every coach. Then you're having the meetings there. And so it is a, it's a long process to get to where we are right now where we have, you know, we're able to answer your questions a little bit a little bit more.
3: Nothing to see here. It just took some time. Nine days to have a press conference. It took us a while. The snow
2: kind of threw us off and our feelings was hurt.
3: Yeah. And we had to do some meetings and all that kind of stuff. Nothing to see here, guys. Welcome back. Midday show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio I don't feel better after that nonsense yesterday. <laughs> Hugh does because Fangio is coming to Philadelphia. Vic is
2: coming to town. Santa Vic. He's going to make this
3: defense all better. I do like Vic. Vic's a good coach, and I think he's going to do good things here. All right, let's get to Howie talking about – Something we shouldn't forget in the discourse about the head coach of the team that no longer has any say on offense or defense. I think the important thing for us to look at is before the stretch, which was a you know difficult stretch, you know, not uh, diminishing the one and six stretch at the end. We we're twenty six and five over the last thirty one games. I mean, that's four times the amount of games that we played um, over this stretch. That is hard to do in the National Football League. That is hard to find um, a head coach in this league who has that record of success. Um, I think we were 33 and 11 up until that point. um, With Nick, Um, we made the playoffs three straight years. Again, not okay finishing one and six. I'm not sitting up here saying that, but um, it is hard to find somebody who can do those sort of things. Okay. I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, you want to tout his record out there, but that's also an organizational thing. It's not just him. He's not the only one who got that record. It's yeah. Howie and Jeff and the players and all that. But Howie, it felt like Howie had to be out there to kind of calm things down.
2: Yesterday. Yeah. I mean, because you, you do, and you have to put it in a, you, like, the, the bigger body of work, It the, the better the perspective. Yes, of course. You know, because if you just go with the, the short sampling size, it's not a good look. And the thing that I think that they did a great job of, of uh, deflecting or dodging or not really having to talk about was this culture that Coach Sirianni talked about setting that at some point went sideways. Yeah. It went sideways. Like that was the follow-up. If there was any gripe that I had about the press conference, and shout out to all the people that asked the questions, they asked some really good questions, that would be the one, Joe. It's like, okay, if you set the culture, Coach, what happened to the culture towards the end? Like, because you, you just sat here and said, that's your job. So, somewhere towards the end, Coach, there was a disconnect that you could not put your finger on. So, what happened there? But nobody – you know, I mean, and I get it because at that point, it became one of those ones where, you know, they tried to, from what I heard, take take over the, the, the press conference and kind of, you know, like guide it in a certain direction. So, yeah, but if that's your job, you need to do a better job of – uh Working the culture, or you know, setting the culture, or moving those move. Maybe you should move some of those priorities around a little bit, a little bit more.
3: Yeah, you think it's up. a daily shuffle of the core values, or do we do it weekly? I
2: don't know, because when
3: you, when you say,
2: <laughs> I think I think we should have core values
3: as a show. When he, when we need to said, move them up and down the board. He,
2: when he said shuffling of the core values, I was like, <laughs> like Scooby Doo. <"Hur!" laughs>
3: so. I do think the best case that they could have made yesterday, and you know, we putting out there for why Nick's still here, is his record, right? Because that, to your point, Hugh, big picture versus small picture, it's one we can't argue with, right? Leader of men. He's got a good record. He Leader does. of men. That we okay. But you're right. If the if we're doing the culture thing, what happened to the culture last six weeks? Where did that go? When everyone looked like they wanted to go home instead of playing a playoff game like that? That's a problem. 215-592-9494. Do you feel better about the Eagles after yesterday's press conference? Let's get to all the phone calls here. Nick in Jersey's up. What's up, Nick?
4: What's up? How you doing,
3: Nick? I, uh, I, you know, I wish I've been better. I'll put it that way. Nick, how you doing? What are you feeling?
4: I feel a little bit better because I'm understanding why Sirianni
3: isn't unemployed right now,
4: and it's just to keep a familiar face and some continu- continuity for the team and the yeah. players. Yeah, that makes the sense. players clearly like they like having him around, even if he does look unprofessional. And in my opinion, he's been outcoached in every single game this year, even win or loss, just because of the talent deficit. We have such a big talent deficit that we should beat most teams in the league. Last year in the Super Bowl, that was our only good team we played, in my opinion, Like throughout the whole season. He was blatantly outcoached. But uh, the team just needs some continuity, and that's why we're keeping him. I will feel a lot better or worse when I know the name of the offensive coordinator. If it's Kingsbury, I think we are screwed because he runs no design rollouts, no under center. And I did some analysis on every playoff game this year. The team who runs... The most under center plays, as well as balances yeah, run and pass, the best will win the game. Basically, unless you have Patrick Mahomes, that's my analysis.
3: Yeah, that's interesting, Nick. Wait I mean, a what, what did you say now? If the teams that are under center that do what now? So the teams under that do the most under center snaps and have the most balance run past. are the be- are the better team They win uh, the game unless you have Mahomes. Because Mahomes okay. just, just makes Patrick. up for everything. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, the Eagles.
4: The Eagles ran zero out of forty-nine snaps under center in the Bucks game, and we ran like twenty. No, I'm not. Months. I'm not.
2: I'm not disputing your stats. I just. I just wanted to understand what you were saying. Hugh's taking it. notes. You, I'm yeah. just
3: giving you more evidence. I'm just giving you more. No, evidence. I mean that's, no, I, that's good. fine. That's fine. That's cool.
2: I, I, like I said, I wasn't. I just wanted to understand what you were saying. That's it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I th- we're seeing more of that. I mean, the league now. And Nick, we appreciate now part of this too is what they think Jalen will be good at, and I. I don't know. I mean, we're going to find out when they do make this hire. Higher- I, th- I think that.
2: The offensive coordinator that comes in here should have a template of what he wants to do, but that I think that it has to evolve and change with the quarterback and his skill set. Now, I, I would feel comfortable. Like, you know, when we talk about Kingsbury. The thing that I remember about him, I don't know if he's really. I think he's one of those pass happy guys. Because if he's not, he got that red. What's the what's the name of his offense? Where they, they like <clears> the out? air raid. I was going. You know what I was about to say? The red rifle offense. That's what I was the about Andy to say. The Andy Dalton offense. No, but that I'm was just, his nickname. Well, no, I was trying to think of the name of of it because they they like to spread everybody yeah, out and yeah. throw the ball four wide, throw the ball. Yeah, that's okay. But I think again, when you talk about teams that have success in the NFL there's a healthy balance to running the football. And we've seen that. And there has to be a legit threatment to run the football. It has to be. We don't really have that yet. So I need somebody that not necessarily is going to put a heavy emphasis on running the football, but there has to be uh, – a, a healthy respect for the run game.
3: Well, look at what, how good Goff has been with the Yes, the with the Lions. running game.
2: Jameer Gibbs. Right, because
3: those. teams respect the run, and then he does play action. And when he has time, I mean, Goff can throw. We've seen that for years. It's yeah. Just, yeah. When he has time to throw it, he can throw it. it I think it is important. It, the crazy part of this now is the most important person to the Eagles' success for next year might not be here yet. It might be this coordinator. Yeah, and,
2: and who you get and what yeah. his philosophy is going to be. You have to do – like – I think this is where I feel you have to have a conversation with the quarterback and in, in this sense, where you have to ask him where he is, how does he feel about the offense from last year, and what does he think could have done, what, what mm-hmm. could have been done better. Now, if, he, if his, what he says lines up with what I'm thinking, then we, we're cooking with gas. Because I think that Jalen has to be honest if he's watching film, and I probably even watch film with him and say, okay, what do you think we could have did done better in this situation? And, and if he's honest about where he is, then we can move on from that. We can cook with gas with that. We can make it happen. So you get an offensive coordinator in here that's going to marry what he does well, try to work on his deficiencies, and just make this team more efficient. Yeah, and they need to
3: be. It, it's remarkable that we we kept the coach, we went through a press conference, and yet the, the most important coach has not arrived yet. And I don't know who it's going to be. I mean, that – we're going to be on top of all these interviews now because this person is really important to the 2024 team. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four Antonio in Douglasville. What's up, Antonio? Hey, Joe. How are you? Good, Antonio. What are you feeling this morning?
5: I'm okay. I, like, I really like the video. Antonio, you're going to say hire. hi to me? I love it, yeah. You're just
2: going to say hi to Joe. I ain't going to say hi to me, huh? So, uh, they they don't know who he is. we doing this one. <laughs> I feel some kind of
5: way. L- Listen, Hugh, you're one of my favorite players of all time. I'm just time. saying, but you I, just – Antonio, hey,
2: you just hurt my feelings, though, dog. you just speaking to Joe. ain't saying hi to me. I'm, I'm feeling – I'm in my feelings. It's more being a little sensitive. Well, is you Douglas okay? Yeah, no, I guess. No, he's not okay, Kyle. He's not okay.
5: <laughs> all, right. all right. Okay, so I have a question for you, Hugh. <laughs> um, the previous show had – um. They use the word adult, and oh, I don't Vic use that Fangio. word a whole lot.
2: But but I'll one let of, you finish. Go for it.
5: One of Vic Fangio's favorite speeches was saying like, "You have to be an adult." Yes, but w- w- would you pronounce it adult or adult? Like how like like how how would you pronounce it? How would
2: right? I pronounce it? Adult, adult, adult. Is that right? Yeah, adult. I, I say adult. adult. Right? It's,
3: o- yeah. it, it's adult. obvious. How would you pronounce what, it, Antonio? Would it be adult or adult? adult. I don't give a s**t. <laughs> so then, why does Joe DeCamera say adult? Antonio, you can because ask he's, him. Because
2: he's an adult, because he's different. Yeah. That's
3: why. I mean, you—if you, you want to ask Joe, you could. I'm sure he'll he'll answer you. Uh, I'm glad we got to the bottom. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad today. A day after we had a clown shoes press conference, we're talking about <laughs> how poor quality <laughs> reaction. How DeCamera pronounces words. I mean, come on. I mean, come on! I love how you said it and then played the drop. <laughs> I mean, come I on! I reminded myself. Yeah, I, yeah, it's like almost like you heard Kyle talk. It sounds thinking. better coming from Fransky. It does. It's it's great. Jeff in Wilmington, what's up, Jeff? Jeff going once, twice. Jeff <laughs> is a loss for words after that nonsense yesterday. I know, I know, who has words ready. Anthony in South Philly, what's, what's up, up, Anthony? Up. Yo, how you doing? Good, Anthony.
2: You? How are you? Hey, Anthony. I feel, <laughs> Anthony. I feel so much better now. You spoke to me. I don't want you to feel left out over
3: there. <laughs> All
6: right, listen, guys. Uh, yesterday we saw what we saw was Nick Sirianni not only castrated, but turned into a ten doll <laughs> wow. in full view of the public. Okay. It was so bad that at one point when the reporter asked him, "What is it you do around here?" Oh, I got the answer.
3: He berates the fans of the opposing team. <laughs> that probably work I will better. yell at all the fans in Kansas City. Just let Fair me be. Uh, uh,
6: how are the players supposed to respect him after that debacle yesterday? And it was so obvious he was babbling that Howie Roseman had to jump in and tell the reporters to ask him a question because he didn't know what was going to come out of Syriati's mountain next. Yeah, he probably shouldn't It be. was a, a joke. Yeah, and be. as far as and listen guys, I don't want to be a downer, but man oh man Will somebody please call out to Arizona and see if Seth Junior's head didn't explode yesterday? Yeah, that, Kyle, exactly. send him a
2: text. Save Seth he's alive. is playing golf somewhere. I could guarantee that. Seth is probably getting ready to, not right now. Not right now, but he's probably getting ready to go play some golf. Uh,
3: seven, Yeah, early tee time. Might, he, he might could be up there. He
2: probably get up. He's probably working out right now, getting ready to go play golf. He didn't want to see a leaf off the Vic Fangio
3: tree. He got the whole trunk and the roots yesterday. <laughs> he did. He got the whole forest of Fangio. I, I, I,
6: I mean, they just doubled down on us. I, I can't believe what I'm watching. This is, and this is the ultimate bend, bend, but don't break defense. I mean, we don't, I, didn't I hear them say yesterday they were would have play to the strength of our roster? Yes. Okay. Tell me how that is when we don't have one competent linebacker, let alone three or four. And they ain't going to get him out of the draft because Howie Roseman can't pick his nose and they can't get in a free agency because they're going to worry about paying uh, 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 Smith on the offense, okay? I, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I just don't understand it. I mean, you could almost see the strings coming out of his arms and head yesterday, <laughs> Hear me out. Listen, <laughs> Joe, listen. This is – and guess what's going to happen next? You know your offensive coordinator? He's going to be another pass-happy lunatic course you, you, Douglas, is right. If we don't bring a guy in here that's going to play a little, commit a little bit to the run, we're going to be in the same boat we're in this year.
2: And, and not only that, Anthony, when you talk about the run, it doesn't have to be a straight-off handoff all the time. It could right. be a screenplay. Right. It, could be, it could be a rocket screen. It could be a quick screen. It could be, su- it could be an outlet pass. You know, when, when you're trying to go down the field and, and nobody's there, just dump it off to the running back. It, it could be that, but, I don't, you know, I don't think they're going to do that. I
6: know. Listen, I, I agree with you 100%. You. They just want to do what they want to do. They want to play this analytics philosophy, and they don't care how it goes. Listen, guys, just look at the last four teams in the playoffs this year. Well, strong defenses, good commitment to the running game. The, the quarterbacks all play well for that. I mean, Jared Goff had one foot in the XFL. Last before he was traded there. Yep. I mean, look what they transformed that kid into with good play calling and a and a running game support on the end.
3: Yeah, he's sixty minutes from a Super Bowl, Anthony. We appreciate the phone call, man. Anthony is right, and I think his his instinct is probably correct. What we're getting on offense, as much as Hughes saying they need balance, I think everyone listening said they need balance. I don't know if they're going to go that way. I we we were watch what we watched yesterday, and there's many ways to phrase it. It felt like a coach that was half fired, but they let him stay. I mean, it just felt like a soft firing, like well, you're here,
2: was, but you're not really in charge of anything. I, this is where, where it got me and I, and I like coach Sirianna. let me say that first. I, I think that he has some 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 redeeming qualities about him. I think that he could be a decent head coach, but that press conference yesterday it was it was it did not paint him in a great light no. It did not paint him in a great light it 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 made him like I said, I had my teammates talking about looks like a puppet. Like, why is he still there? What does he do? And I even went so far as I had some old teammates of mine say, okay, if he doesn't coach the offense or the defense or special teams, why are you here? Like, why are you here? Yep. I mean, that's strong. And I think he, like, for as much time as they took to to do this press conference, he probably could have did himself a, a better service if he would have did a better job of answering that one question. That That's the one. That sticks out for Eagles fans. It's like, it's like, what do you do here? I'm the motivator. Like, that was not, you know.
3: When you have one important question to answer, right, and you have nine days and you know the question is coming, you cannot have
2: the word, the phrase or the words, I guess, in the answer. No, you got, it got to be with confidence. Yeah. You, have to, you have to exude confidence. Even if you don't believe it, you have to say it like, you know what I mean? What say they it say? with your chest. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. And 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 people are asking, well, what are the team, what is it, what are the players and stuff saying? That's a tough one, because like it, it's safe. For, put it like this: If I was in the locker room and I was playing, and I was already a Coach Sirianni fan, I wouldn't. That I would look at that and I would I would acknowledge that it was bad, but I wouldn't let it carry as much weight as it's probably carrying right now. Like I wouldn't let it do that if I was a player, and I would also be excited. As a defender, about the fact that Vic Fangio is coming here, so that would kind of balance it out for me, which it kind of does now. Yeah,
3: I think the Vic thing, and I know that people have a sour taste because of Gannon, and because you you hear about all these teams having this Vic Fangio defense. Vic's it's his defense. Everyone else has just been you know derivatives of that. This guy's good. I, like I, I think I, that shouldn't be lost. As, as much as I feel worse about the overall situation right now. I'm with you on this, Hugh. They they got a good corner. 215-592-9494. Let's go to Jonah who's up next. What's up Jonah?
7: Hey guys. Uh, hello. Good morning from Minneapolis. This the Silly Special. Uh, Hugh. Yes. Great to hear your voice every morning. <laughs> Thank and you, Joe, sir. I guess Thank it's
3: good you. to talk to you too. Oh, Jonah, <laughs> love you, buddy. No, oh, no. What's up, man? What do you feel? I I'm, I'm
7: really heartened to see that Nick Sirianni is on double secret probation. I I really I feel good about it. I I just, I don't, what's in it for him exactly? Because let's say they bring in a great coordinator. Let's say the offense does great. We make it deep into the playoffs. Is anyone going to say, see, Sirianni's great. They're going to say, no. The coordinator is the reason this is happening. Why don't they just make him the head coach?
3: Well, Jonah, with with that thought before you go on, the first thought I had yesterday is if they bring in a good coordinator and they win some games next year and the offense is doing well and we know the offense belongs to that guy. he go. Well, and then let's say next offseason you start to hear the rumors like, hey, that guy, you know, the whatever team that needs a coach wants to interview him. You know what conversation we're going to have here. Should they just dump Sirianni and make that guy the head coach?
7: Yeah, I, I just – I don't know what's in it for him. And also for Hugh, though, if you could take us into the locker room. Help us understand what is the role of a coach, I mean a head coach in particular. Because is this an administrator? Do, co- do players respond to someone who's pushing papers and saying, all right, you guys come to me when there's a problem? I, but, I, will,
2: I will say this. I, I will, what I remember about Coach Reed, Coach Reed was a leader of men. And I remember Coach Reed when he came in. He had a, he had a template. He had a philosophy that he followed that when, we, when I look back on it, it made us better players. He came in and he gave us our mentality, like the way that we practiced. Everything that we did, that came from Coach Reed. Now, I know that Coach Reed was involved with play calling, but I don't know how involved he was. I mean, he, he, he's an offensive-minded coach, no question about it. So I don't know how involved he was, but that's the one thing that I remember about Coach Reed. The, the biggest brainwashing job that a coach has, in my opinion, is to make you feel like running through a brick wall for him. And I think that Coach Sirianni has some of that. And that's – he he would have probably been better off – he he just didn't articulate what he was as good as he needed to in that meet. But I do feel like that's what he brings to the table. And what coordinator
7: is going to – offensive coordinator is going to take the job knowing, well, I think I have control of the offense, but there's also this head coach here. He's kind of here. He's kind of doing things. i I, I just wonder what that interview is going to be like if I'm the coordinator and I'm asking – Howie and and Mr. Laurie. Okay, so exactly how much power do I have? What's my leverage
2: here?
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
3: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
2: Valid I, question.
3: That, that, I think that's valid. I Jonah, I agree. I, I don't think it's an easy sell. I mean, Jonah, we appreciate the phone call. I mean, someone's going to take the job because... There are only you know thirty two play callers in the NFL. You get to work with Hertz and Devontae and AJ and a good offensive line. It could propel someone's career like it did for Shane Steichen. So someone's going to take the job, but that's fair. Like if you're a young coach, you'd say, "Do I want to go there?" And then what if this thing flops? I, we all get blown out in a year anyway. We're going to fire the whole staff. It's, yeah. I don't think
2: it's easy. But I don't think most coaches think like that because the the offensive coordinators that I've been around, they've been pretty arrogant and they feel like they can fix everybody. Mm. So I feel like the offensive coordinator that comes in here, he's gonna come in here with an air of confidence. Like, yeah, of course he's gonna wanna use this as a springboard. And the best the better he does, the better his chances are of making that happen in, sure. in, in a short period of time. So I feel like it's mutually beneficial from the standpoint, hey, if we get a Super Bowl out of it, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. If we get if if I look at it like this, if we get back to the big show and we win it all and the coordinator decides to go get another job somewhere else. Hey, buddy, thank you for what you've done. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll try to find somebody else for the next run. That's how I look at it.
3: Yeah, and and well, that's the best case scenario here, and we all hope it happens. But yesterday, in a lot of ways, just felt like a, a disaster at the podium. I mean, Sirianni—that that was, was his, pretty
2: bad. It was his worst press conference but it was since not, his opener. <laughs> I was about to say, was it his worst since the since the first? Oh, one. I was about to say the first you gotta, one. You gotta rate him. Because well, he's had some bad ones.
3: Okay, so the, this one ranks number two for him in terms of bad pressers after his first one. Because the first one was an all timer I mean, it's it, I think it's an all time press conference in in NFL history. I mean, you, you go back to some of the crazy ones we've seen over the years. Sirianni when he first arrived here, trying to tell us you know about being smart, and knowing what to do.
1: The first part of being yeah. smart is knowing what to do.
3: Three years later, I'm I'm still wondering about that whole thing. And that after yesterday, let's go to uh, Drea up next on WIP. What's up, Drea?
0: Hey. Hey, Joe. Hey, who? Hey, how you doing? Um, good. Well, actually, no, I'm not good. I'm actually – I think I'm too emotionally involved with this team. Emotionally invested? Me too, too much because um, this is stressing me out because one thing that I will – I'm sorry, that's my dog. It's all right. It's I don't you. Worry about it. You're good. you good. The, the thing that um, annoyed me more is about, I guess you could say – Oh, my God, my dog. You know what? It happens when
3: Howard calls in. So if he can do it, you can do it. Go (laughs) ahead. You're good. We got you.
0: You No, the thing that annoys me the most is listening to the friends when um, uh, Howie is talking about his record. But I don't care about 33 and 11 because the most important record is how we ended the season. Because can we both agree that the Eagles started off as – the best seat, uh, the best team, and then the worst team. Yes,
3: yes, one yes, they were. 10-1, and one, and then the, down the stretch, they were probably the worst or second-worst team in the whole league. Yep.
0: Yes, so that right there means Nick Sariani needs to go. And they could not tell me during the press conference what is the benefit of Nick Sariani being there. Because even when he gave that statement about how he put – players in the best position to win during uh, his press conference, the first thing I thought of, how? The the last thing, the last position I remember you doing was putting Devontae Smith in a bad position for him to get hurt. (laughs) So, no, you do not put players in the best position to win, and then when he keeps, I'm sorry, if I hear core values one more time, because none of these core values he is demonstrating. So, I had to look up what the core values was, because I always hear it. Okay, it says fundamentals. We know he does no fundamentals. He has no accountability, and it says compete, and clearly the team did not compete for him. So it does prove that what, Hugh, what you said, he really is a puppet for the organization.
2: That's what it feels
3: and like. And he's the fall guy. He's the one to go out there, and we'll beat him up. Adria, good phone call. What? what by essence of him being the coach and him being the guy that talks after the game and, and during the week, he's the one we're gonna rip when things go bad, even though he doesn't have to say anymore. What goes on here? 215-592-9494. We'll keep the calls rolling all day on the show. The Eagles have their end of the season press conference. Did anything that happened yesterday make you feel better about the Eagles? I feel worse. He was feeling good about the defense quarter. Plus, the hiring of Fangio, what it means here, the good and the bad of Fangio. We have to rehash something. That seems all, I mean, it seems so obvious now, and we kind of just let it go in the moment. We'll hit it next. Yeah, that guy. 215 592 for Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP.
2: The future of joint pain relief is here, and it's QC Kinetics. Let me tell y'all what happened to me yesterday. I went for my third treatment yesterday, and I ain't lying, but I feel so much better than I did when I got there. You know how it is when you get older, man, your joint, joint start creaking and everything, creaking, creaking, whatever you want to call it. They're bad, your joints are bad. And QC Kinetics can help you fix that, man. Like I said, I went there yesterday, had my third treatment. It feels like I am gonna run that marathon. I don't know how true that statement is, but you get what I'm going with this. And this is not a Band-Aid that I'm talking about. This is something that's gonna last me for the rest of my life. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. If you like to work out or do anything that has anything with being physical, this is what you need to do. You need to call my people at QC Kinetics. You know, your body already has what it needs to restore and repair itself. And QC Kinetics can make that happen for you like they're making it happen for me. This is no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived. Hundreds of board certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. And guess what? You can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or injury. Get a free consultation today. Go call them at 215-999-3000. 215-999-3000 Just in case you didn't hear me 215-999-3000
1: We get it Attention spans just aren't what they used to be Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix But what do people do with their ears? Well for one They're listening to audio Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day Oh and you want the proof?